A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. We do. And this here is an old mini episode where, you know, we take your voicemails, we take your emails. And we answer your questions. And if you would like to contact us, you can leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390, or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Both those things are true. That is where we live on the internet. Indeed. We have a lot of really great, interesting listener comments today, Dory. Yeah, I I know. I'm excited. Should we just jump in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Hi, Kate and Dory. My name is Ellie. I am a longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, and you may hear in the background a pump going because my self-care while pumping for my seven-and-a-half-month-old is listening to your podcast while I pump. Anyway, I was listening today and was listening to you guys talk about um, the sort of joy that pregnant women feel when they're able to eat whatever they want and how some of the body image stuff goes away while you're pregnant. I just wanted to share my experience about that and after. 
So I was really afraid that once I had my baby, that all of the body image stuff would come back and I would feel like, oh, now I have to go back to how it was before um, and not, you know, feel the freedom to eat whatever I wanted. And I was talking to one of my friends about it and she said, what if you just didn't go back to that place? And I thought, huh. That's a revolutionary thought. What if I just continued to give myself permission to eat what I want and be who I am and enjoy the things I want to enjoy when I'm not pregnant and still very much supporting a human and taking care of myself? So just wanted to reframe that narrative for you that this is not something that can be exclusively related to pregnancy and that you can really take that freedom that you feel now while pregnant and the permission that you've been giving yourself to take care of yourself in the way that you want to. And you can really carry that beyond pregnancy. So I just wanted to share that story. Thank you guys so much for your podcast. It really um, brightens my day while I take time out to um, pump and feed my baby. Bye. What a great narrative reframing. (sighs) I I have now listened to that voicemail a couple of times. And I'm going to say every time I come close to crying, Aww. it's like this listener just dialed up my personal cell phone and sent a message to my heart because you are so right. This is such great advice and just something I need to carry with me and think about as a person who doesn't even have babies anymore. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. got like basically 72 year old women as children. Yeah, you have real humans. They are intense. Um, but yeah, I just, I really... I'm so glad you shared this because you are really right. And I think this is one of the hardest things that's come along with me working on my own just body acceptance and self love in terms of like my inner and outer form. Yeah. I'm curious to see how I feel. Well, you know, I hate to say it is a journey, but it is because your body does go through this incredible transformation in terms of what it's physically doing, how it's physically changed. Like not just your the way you look to the outside world, but like your bones and your joints and yeah. your, you know, and everything on the inside, your organs, you know, after a C-section, my organs got kind of shuffled around and thing, you know, things change. Your lung was in your knee. It was fascinating. I could breathe <laughs> off my kneecap. Um, so I just, I, what an insightful message. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm, Glad that this listener has gotten there. Yes. Thank you, listener. Uh, We have a question via voicemail. Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hold on to your hats. Hi, Dory and Kate. This is Liz. I'm calling from Maryland, and I am absolutely obsessed with your podcast. I love it. Also, I'm sorry if my message isn't coming through clearly. I'm at Walking the Dog right now, but I just came up with a question that I had to ask you guys. So, um... I am a very ambitious person, but also a very anxious person. So (laughs) I wanted to ask you guys about, like, stress and goal setting, like anxiety and goal setting. So I find that, like, I have my goals that, like, I want to accomplish, but setting goals, like, to an extent makes me nervous and anxious because I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to achieve them. And, I mean, like, I'm the type of person who – if I have a journal and I put something in it that I don't think looks right, like I'll throw the whole thing away. But like you can't, you can't do that with a lot of things. If I like make a misstep or like don't achieve a goal in my job, I can't just get a whole new job. So how how do you deal with that? Well, do you deal with that? And if you do, like how do you how do you move towards your goals without without it being so stressful and anxiety ridden? 
with the potential of failure. Uh, I don't know if this makes any sense, but that's, I would just love to hear your guys' take. You are both just so insightful all the time and just wonderful. So thank you for the podcast. Please keep doing it because I don't know what I would listen to otherwise. You're the best. Thank you. Oh, we will never stop. We are going to be doing this podcast in the year 2121. Because we will live that long. We are going to have super health. And also, I just want to say, I love a dog walk call. Well, you know, the first call, she was pumping. Yeah. This call, she was walking her dog. We had the dishwasher unloading. We love a multitask. I love a multitask. Uh, So thank you for calling in. Yeah, you could be out walking yourself. You don't need a dog to call us while walking. You know, I am going to quote someone who I saw comment on Facebook recently don't remember who or where this was it could have been in the forever 35 group i don't recall um but it was basically addressing this question of when things don't turn out the way you you wanted them to and how do you prepare for that and this person said i found it helpful to visualize the worst case scenario outcome and then think about what i would actually do in that scenario and you know that is what helped me in IVF also mm, I remember you yeah talking a little like bit about visualizing that. what is the worst case scenario and instead of just thinking oh god I don't want that to happen it was like okay if that happens what am I going to do and for you caller you know you said if I mess up a big project at work I can't just look for another job okay but like what will you do at work if you mess up a big project like what happens and i think what is the worst what is the absolute worst thing that could happen and kind of working through that i think can really help deal with that anxiety i also would suggest that you look at what um for me let me rephrase this for me i I get obsessed with not making mistakes because I'm afraid of disappointing people. Mm-hmm. Dory, and you get worried about not making mistakes, but it's a different motivation. It's disappointing myself. Yourself. Yeah. And so I think it's helpful to examine what it is that's motivating this fear inside of you of making these mistakes or having these failures. I have to, I, it's a continuous work for me to look at what am I afraid of if I disappoint people and what am I afraid of happening and what do I do when it does happen and how can I, sit with that discomfort. Um, For me, it was like uh, constantly having to acknowledge that no one holds me to the standard that I hold myself to. Like literally no one. And do you find that that is an ongoing practice for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So understanding that part about yourself, I think is really important and it's not going to change who you are because who you are is who you are. Yeah. It's what makes you amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. But it does help you to get to know why you might be feeling this way. And I think it helps you manage it. And I think it also helps you take risks. I know that I am happier when I take a risk, even if it doesn't work out. My stepmother once told me that perfect is the enemy of good. Of good. I yeah. don't totally know what that means, but I like how it sounds. Um, yeah. I mean, this has been like Tina Fey has a great passage about this in Bossy Pants, her memoir, talking about actually finishing work and how you know perfect is the enemy of the good you want it to be also in my opinion you want something to be done so you can make it better 
if you're trying for perfect on the first try. Yes, Dory, revision. Revision. Is a process. Totally. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, here's an email. Let's do it. Okay. I'm in a new relationship with someone freaking amazing. He's kind of everything I ever dreamed of. And maybe he's the reward I get for not giving up after dating so many shitty guys for the last 10 years that it felt like I had my mouth open at the end of a conveyor belt of turds. That's maybe my favorite line you've ever received. That is amazing. Amazing. Your mouth open at the end of a (laughs) conveyor belt of turds. I love you so much. You're at the turd factory. (laughs) It's like you're Laverne and Shirley. You're going to do it. But it's just turds instead of candy. Okay. Uh, The only problem is that his ex has her Instagram public and I can't stop compulsively comparing myself to her and tallying up all the ways that she's better than me. I feel like she's prettier, skinnier, cooler, more stylish, even a better cook. I feel like a pawn in the patriarchy's game comparing myself to another woman in this way. But it's like getting an itch scratched when I do it but like one that makes me nauseous and sad afterwards. Let me add that this is an issue I've completely whipped up on my own. None of it came from something my boyfriend said. I'd just like to know if you guys or any other listeners have been in this situation before and if you found anything that helps. Thanks. Uh, Have I been in this situation before, (laughs) listener? Yes, I have. (laughs) I mean, yes. Dory, have you? Um... No. <laughs> Go on. Make that no longer. I don't I've n I don't think I've even ever looked at Matt's Matt has ha- Matt had like two serious ex-girlfriends. Mm. Um I don't think I've ever I don't even know one of them their last names. The other one I maybe I looked at her Instagram once, like when we first started dating, but no. And then before Matt in that period between my last long relationship and Matt, I didn't date anyone seriously enough that like I needed to stalk their exes. And then before that, Instagram wasn't a thing. Well, I've been dating my husband or I started dating my husband in 2003. Yes. That's as long before Instagram existed. But what did exist was a a photo album that his ex-girlfriend had made of their like happy one year anniversary. Oh, God. Like a physical photo album. A physical photo album. That's what we had in 2003. (laughs) Take me back. Oh, what a journey. (laughs) And I would go through it obsessively. And let me tell you, a woman that my husband dated before me is an extremely accomplished person, very attractive cool i think honestly if my husband had been with that person because i know who you're talking about mm-hmm. i would also have a complex yes. about it. it's a person that i want to like <laughs> be friends with it's the cool it's uh, one of the coolest women in the world okay so he dated a re- super cool super accomplished talented person and i compared i was so he insecure dated michelle obama he dated <laughs> he did he went back in time and dated michelle obama but i but this person is older than i am they have an incredible career and i was constantly so insecure and again it was the same situation in which my boyfriend turned husband never yeah he was with you yeah and he had like shoved this photo album into like the back of a closet and of course me being a snoop i dug it out and it it took me a long time And truly what it took is me growing my own sense of self-worth to realize that I can coexist in the world with this incredibly wonderful, accomplished, talented woman that my husband previously dated and that 
the only the, the only person like feeding into this na- comparison narrative is myself. Mm-hmm. And um, did you throw out the photo album? I have no idea. It might be in storage somewhere. It might have been thrown oh. out. I think at one point I like mentioned to my husband and he was like, I don't even remember that photo album. And I was like, oh, you don't? I used to like when you would go shower, I'd like pull it out of the bottom of your closet and look through it. And, and it, at some point I was like, oh, but he's not he's not with that person anymore. Yeah. He's with me. He likes me for all the things that I am. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is good enough. And also the person before me was good enough in their own mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. and so now i i don't view that person with insecurity i view them as like an amazing role model um slash person with great hair mm. uh but i i do understand it's really hard and i really do think the only way to come out of these situations is just to like look inward and examine the things that make you fantastic but in the short term block her the short term get off and see yeah, block them this is a we all do this yeah, just block her and we're all comparing ourselves to people on instagram whether or not they're the yeah. exes of our partners yeah so take them out of the equation mm-hmm. and do that thing on your iphone where you limit your social media if you are an iphone user i find anyway, that very helpful we empathize with you listener we think you're fantastic and we sure that we're sure that your partner does too yep on that note we're gonna take a quick 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling superpower short. The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be 
redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Dory, we have an email here that I would love to read. I would love you to read it. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Here it is. Okay. I have a lot of house shame, as my friends call it. I live with my husband and dog in a mid-sized city in the Pacific Northwest. We have decent incomes, look clean and professional, and our social circle is filled with other dinks. Dory, what is a dink? Dual income, no kids. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I'd never heard that term. In the 30-ish range. My problem, our house. My husband bought it about 10 years ago, long before we were dating, and it is basically a rundown bachelor pad. I'm so embarrassed to have people over because even though I've repainted and hung my art, at its core, the house just does not reflect me or us in a way I feel proud of. Moving isn't an option for us right now financially, and I don't have time or interest in learning how to DIY everything. My husband loves his clutter and is pretty rigid about outsourcing, parentheses like hiring a cleaner or a designer. I want to invite friends over because our dog makes it difficult to go out after work, but I also really, really feel ashamed when people see where we live. Do you have any suggestions for how I can both get over my house shame and possibly make this ugly place feel warm and lovely? Hmm. I do have some suggestions. <laughs> I mean, I'm color me not surprised. Um, so I think that you might want to have a real conversation with your husband because it's not clear to me that he totally understands the extent of your discomfort and displeasure with your home. And I know in my relationship, I've felt like sometimes there have been things where I'm like, why is this not happening? I feel like I've talked about this a thousand times, but it's not until I'm like, this is really bothering me. Like, I mean, men sometimes can be kind of dense and they need, I I don't look, I'm not going to make a blanket generalization. I have found in my relationships (laughs) that the men I have been with have often need things spelled out in like 10 feet high neon letters for it to finally sink through their brains. And then they're like, oh, oh, I didn't know it was bothering you so much. And I'm like, has anyone been listening? <laughs> I have, Dory. I want to say that I have. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> um, and so, and look, maybe you have had this conversation. Maybe you have posted the 10-foot high neon letters. But if you haven't, I think that this is a place to start. Um, and I would also come up with a plan if he if he's really opposed to hiring a cleaner or designer i think you can say i would like to just at least make our living room 
a place that I feel like I can bring guests and feel comfortable, um, you know, start there. Because it's not like your friends are going to be hanging out in the bedroom anyway. I have a couple more thoughts. I think there is room for compromise between you. What? (laughs) (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Between you and your husband in that you don't want to do any DIY and, and you have no interest or time for DIY and he doesn't want to get a cleaner or designer. So you're kind of at this impasse where I think mm-hmm. you both need to make some compromises to make the space more appealing for both of you. Meaning like maybe you pick one space to DIY, you know, like you're a, a wall. It doesn't need to be the whole house. But like Dory's saying, if you just focus on the living room, you know, maybe there is room to meet in the middle in a way that um, fits in your budget and also fits with your values that you both are bringing to the table. Um, I do know there are some apps, interior design apps that might be helpful. I have not used them, but I've been intrigued by them. Same. We cannot endorse. We've never tried them. But like Modsy is one one that I know people have used and liked. Um, So that that might be a cost-effective compromise. I I don't know what your budget is. I think they're like best, like one of their options I think is like, $50. $50. And I think one is like $99. Like, I don't think it's an expensive thing. But yeah. again, don't quote us on don't this. Don't quote us. Um, C- can I also add a reframe the narrative situation? Yes. I would find, I would look at your home and look where you are and, and find things to have house pride about. Mm-hmm. Because one, um, I think it's wonderful that you are able to own a home. You can look at the way that it is maybe helping you as an investment or, saving money or whatever it might be financially, if that is, if it is a benefit to your financial assets. And I think also finding things that you do love about this space and maybe focusing on those areas to enhance. But there are lots of things I think to feel proud of in owning a home. So if there are ways for you to rethink it. My other thing that, you know, I grew up with a, my mom used to always like be frantically cleaning before anyone came into our house because she was so certain it was messy and it never was. Mm. The way you perceive yourself and your space is not how your friends are probably mm-hmm. seeing it. Um, and my guess is they probably just want to spend time with you. So yeah. have them over into your your space now, whether or not it's it's. It doesn't need changed. to be Instagram ready. No, fuck Instagram ready anything. Really? Right? Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to talk about this later. But my dog shit in my house twice this past weekend and we just found one of them. And oh. it's been there for like two days. Whoops. All right. None of our homes are Instagram worthy. Yours is. Well, not not in the space where the dog has okay. taken poops. That's fair. Okay. All right. Anyway. Anyway. There you go, listener. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin 
feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right, I'm going to read this last email. Hoping you guys might have some advice for me and others who may experience this. When my friends have some exciting news, i.e. going on a tropical vacation, getting a raise, finding a fun new couple to hang out with, being successful in a workout class, my initial emotion is jealousy. Then I realize quickly I should be happy for them and I feel like a complete jerk. How can I help myself to be proud of my friends and happy for their successes and accomplishments instead of jealous and almost resentful? I should clarify that this isn't just me scrolling on Facebook, seeing acquaintances news, but with my close best friends. I truly want them to succeed and build happy lives. So how can I switch my thought process? This is like the the previous the, yeah person. it's like the other the other side of the coin with the boyfriend with the instagram ex-girlfriend man social media and this would this, this would person exist claims, without social media then this person claims it's not about That's social right. media so listener i understand this this used to be a space i existed in very deeply and sometimes i i visit it from time to time sure because it is hard not to this is a human thing so don't beat yourself up too hard um i think one thing that has been very helpful and for me to kind of realize is understanding that I can exist in a world where other people have success. Their success Mm -hmm. or accomplishments does not mean that I doesn't take anything away from me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's even if it's a person in the same exact field as me, it's not a zero sum game. No. And I think other people's success and accomplishments, beget your own, you know what I mean? It's, isn't this, some ta- a tangent of shine theory, call your girlfriend's shine yeah. theory. Um, I don't shine if you don't shine. Right. Shine theory, call your girlfriend, best theory in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shine theory TM. T- yes, <laughs> they TM'd it. Um, so I think that, it, you know, looking at the many things that you have without comparing them to whatever your friends have, because there's always going to be someone who can take a nicer vacation, has a better quote unquote, better job, you know, keeping up with the Joneses bullshit is real. Yeah. I, I found this affected me more when I lived in New York for some reason. Like it's so easy to compare yourself constantly to other people. 
And you're like, oh, well, that person's parents pay their rent or, you know, just like all these things that other people have that you don't have. And it's, and it's so easy to lose perspective about what you actually have. Yeah, it is. And I think also, you know, having an understanding that we can have material items or get a raise or have a fun new couple to hang out with, but also everybody is suffering and struggling in their own Mm -hmm. ways. And Mm -hmm. those are the things we often are not seeing, whether in our real interactions or on social media, like there are people, everybody has their pains and their hardships in addition to all these wonderful things it looks like people have. Um, So it also sounds like, you know, you're, you're feeling the jealousy and then realizing like, Hey, that's not the way I want to be feeling. So you know what you could do if someone gets a cool new job, like write them a note and say like, I'm really happy for you. You know, that's so nice. Express your excitement for them. I think it will make you might make you feel good. And also take a minute to look around you and see all the great things that you have going on. Make a little, make a little handwritten note. How about a gratitude journal? You know, I'm always going to say yes to adding gratitude into your daily perspective. But that could help. It does. It really does help. I And I, on the worst days, I always try to make myself do a gratitude practice so that I am still able to find mm-hmm. and like not even the worst days, like the days where I'm just like feeling that dumb, like pity shithead spiral that you get in sometimes. Where yeah. I'm like, I suck. And even the gratitude can just be like water clean. I'm fortunate enough to have clean water coming out of my faucet. Yeah, I you mean, know, if you've read anything about the way LA got water, you know that this was not an easy oh, task. And many of our fellow citizens do not have access to yeah. water. So, you know, we have a lot to be grateful for, is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Anyway, I hope that helps, dear sweet angel listener. Well, Dory, I think it's time for us to wrap it up for today. I think so as well. Um, please feel free to always email us. Give us a call. Um, we love receiving your messages and we do our best. We're to- waiting by the phone. We are. <laughs> uh, don't forget to give us a... Operators are standing, standing by. by for your ringle dingles <laughs> and your zaps. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.